What is going on, my friends? I have another free view for you of the Lost Zane recordings. And if I'm understanding this correctly, one of you dickbags took the audio from the Lost Zane recordings when I did my uh, uh, live show back in 2016 at the VFW. And one of you submitted uh, the audio from that, something that happened on the cringe of the week from who uh, to who are these podcasts. <laughs> and I, I found out why, I guess what I'm understanding. Uh, there was a bunch of beer. I was referring to the beer cans at the VFW empty beer cans as dead soldiers. So when I, cause I, <laughs> shit. I knew that I had gotten cringe of the week, but I was like, well, what the fuck? So I called Carl and I said, so what, what, what is he? He's, yep, you got it. And he explained to me what it was. And I was like, oh no, that is terrible. Holy shit. But thank you for sending it. Actually, that's actually very important and helpful for your old pal, Eric Zane. I can take it. I can take it. That's ridiculous though. I can't have a dead soldiers at a VFW. What an asshole. Jesus. Okay. Anyway, the Lost Zane recordings uh, continue on. So here's another episode. If you want, the, I should say just a little free view of the episode here for you on the free um, platform. But if you want the full show, it's on my Patreon, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. One of the many things I have available on my Patreon for you to uh, improve your listening. Well, to expand your listening. I put a bunch of stuff up on there. Uh, you won't get bored. I won't let you down. I hope you won't get bored. Try it out, and if you find yourself getting bored, then cancel it. But if you like it, eh, keep listening to it or listening and watching to it. Five bucks a month for all the audio, ten bucks a month for all the audio, all the video, and all the live streams. Just try it out. If it sucks, cancel it. If you like it, let it ride or convert it to a yearly, and I'll knock 10% off the price tag. Okay, thanks. Here you go. into the Eric Zane Show. Show number 152, Wednesday, the 16th of November. I got a lot of things planned today. A lot of good stuff to talk about. Things that have happened. You know, you remember your theory, Julius, by the way, welcome, buddy. How are you? Good. What's going on? Remember your theory about when bad things happen, it's, it, it piques a person's interest and they... Not necessarily, oh, I'm so happy there's great bad things happening in the world. But the theory that people are waiting for tragedies. Because people, are, people get excited about tragedies. Starting to starting to come around to Thank that. <laughs> well, I finally did it. It's a victory, huh? Yeah, oh yeah. Well, well everyone said I was crazy. <laughs> well, I think what it boils down to for me is it has a lot to do with the radio show. I know there's something that will be burning on people's mind um, that they'll want to talk about. And so it isn't so much, I'm, I'm excited that we can, you know, it, no, I guess it is. I guess it's, a, I'm excited there's a, a specific bit of content to look forward to that you know that you will in, like getting it off your chest or talking about it. Uh, like the, uh, there was a, a terrible racist incident in West Virginia. Now, I'm not sitting here saying I'm glad there was a racist incident, but I'm glad we can talk about it. 
I guess we're just fortunate to be able to air things out that, yes. are, that, are, that go on in the world so we can kind of frame <laughs> them and let you decide when you hear them. Does that, does that yeah. make any sense at all? When, good thing, when bad things happen, it's good. It's good for business. For us, yeah. It's good for things to talk about in the world. Don't please don't get that mistaken for. Ah, Eric Zane said he's glad that that puppy died. <laughs> That's not it at all. It's all about rooting for radio, and typically that means bad stuff. Rooting for radio—it's a dirty business sometimes. <laughs> Someone's got to do it. When you look at it that way, uh, we have some activity going on in the uh, uh, producer slash phone screener um, uh, portion of the uh, radio station, as Jessica is uh, teaching Kyle. Uh, a number of things right now. Uh, what? What is, is that? That's his name, right? Yes. Okay. I didn't want to give you the wrong impression that it was someone else. Yeah. <laughs> it's a dude who's been uh, like one of the what's called solo ops, and he's the type of guy who like is uh, minding the store late at night. And uh, well, Jessica is training Kyle, so we got to say hello to them first of all. Jessica, how are you? Good morning. Good morning. I'm great. All right. Nice to have you along. And you're now you're you're helping train Kyle right now, isn't that right? Yes, that's true. Now, is this because Jackanette is losing his mind and he needs you? <laughs> because I know he needs you. Yes. Yes, it is, actually. The guy... <laughs> That's exactly why. Okay, okay. so Kyle is, is uh, getting trained uh, um, to actually do the same thing that you've been doing, archiving material, getting phone calls on the air. There's a lot of things you have to do. Traffic, mm-hmm. uh, not to mention the podcast. Oh, my gosh. Um, he Now, you got plucked from his show to come over to here. And uh, now, but he is just falling apart. He's like, oh, my God, I don't know what I'm going to do. I go, why, Dave? What's going on? Well, I don't know when the guests are coming on. I'm just clue. I go, well, dude, they have a thing called pen and another thing called paper. Why don't you use those things and write it down? (laughs) Or get like a whiteboard. No, he has a schedule. Yeah, I, I have his schedule like connected it? to my phone. He <laughs> does. does. He, yeah. Does he actually look at it and say, "Oh, today I have"? Uh, yeah, he I does. Have... But it's like five minutes before the show because he has meetings and stuff. Today, the president <laughs> so... of the Thimble and Thimble Enthusiast Club will be joining me for a riveting twenty-five minute conversation. <laughs> we have one quilter come on and all the jokes. <laughs> 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 no, National Geographic was supposed to be on. To Monday, it was supposed to be on Monday, and we missed it, which is why I'm going back on because we can't miss interviews Na- like that. Wait, National Geographic was like a phone in interview, or yeah. is it okay? They were yeah. doing. A- I do a thing with them like every month for that show. So okay, what's well, going to start being every month? Apparently, they were calling and he didn't pick up the phone. Okay. Oh no, that's that's <laughs> never good. Well, that's when you they said, "All right, Jess, you got to get back here yeah, right that's away." Last straw. <laughs> well, I notice, I notice, I watch, and it seems like you do rule the roost on that show, and that's good because Dave's. A, I mean, if you weren't there, it's obvious he's a cluster bleep when he's if, if you're not there. So that's probably good. Very good. All right, Kyle. Hey, how are you, buddy? Pretty good. How about yourself? Have you done this before? Um, I kind of sat in a, here you with, sat Doan, in one with time. Doan one time. That's that was like right. four or five months ago. Okay. Yeah. It's been that long? I think. Oh, that's, that's scary. I mean, yeah, maybe it hasn't. Time flies. All right, buddy. Thank you. Um, my God, I brought some show and tell in today. Oh, yeah, there it is. Oh, God. I mean, what, what is it? <laughs> so, uh, I went to the doctor yesterday. Oh, God. And, uh. What is this? You got a circumcision? No, I got that. I got that like 40, 45 uh, years ago, forty six years ago. 
um, what happened was, you remember I was, I, I went to the doctor and scheduled it because I've been worried about this. Uh, it seems like, um, like my sugar, I, I'm just guessing, I, I'm not a doctor, but I suddenly my hands will start tingling. I'll get really confused. And if, and uh, I know that diabetes is, is, runs rampant in my family and it always is about this age. Is it your CAT scan? So I've been like, okay, this, this needs, I need to go get checked. A checkup to determine if there's anything to me having a sugar issue. We've talked about it on the air before, so I go there now. Uh, I've, I've, it's no secret that during the since time signing on till now, I, I've I talked to you about how I kind of let myself go. Before it was like constantly getting ready to do an Ironman to <laughs> literally ah oh, whatever I'll go for a brisk walk. So you know, going from that to brisk walk level of activity. You're gonna pack on a few fun pounds. You're gonna you're gonna pack it on right now. And um, first of all, when you get weighed for age management, are you fully clothed? Yes. Okay, good. Because I am too. When I went to the um, uh, doctors yesterday. Okay. And the first thing I thought when I got on the scale is I'd, I'd weigh less if I took my pants off. That well, I was considering it because of the fact that I weigh more than you right now. No way. As of last night. What is it? I was 171.5. Okay. That's that is little, more than a little bit more than you, Julia. Slightly more, yes. I think so, I came in like uh, just a shade o- or a little bit over 170 on Friday. So, when again, when we started in April. I was you, 200. You were 200. <laughs> and when I went to the doctor in March, um, I weighed something else, and this is, and I'll tell you, I, I went into the exam room after the 171, and, and it was stuck in my head, I was like, oh, God, I hope no one notices that. And then the nurse is asking me a series of questions, smoke, drink, uh, all these things, you do this, you do that, no, 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 okay, now what's the problem, I explain it, she types it all in so the doctor can see it. And then she goes, now, it says here that the last time you were here, you weighed 154? <laughs> You know when they're surprised when they talk about your weight? It's not a good thing. And I went, yeah. Yeah. That was March. That's not terrible, though. 15 pounds. I go, yeah. Well, that's, what, 17 pounds. Whatever. 16 and a half. Or 17 and a half. And she 15 pounds. Go on. (laughs) She goes, okay. Um, I go, yeah. uh, And I I basically told her what I just told you. Activity level decreased. And uh, ate whatever the hell I wanted. So now that plays into it, because if there is a diabetic issue, you know, fluctuating weight, I mean, gaining weight doesn't help. Uh, So, you know, I sit in front of the doc and I explain it to him. He goes, all right. So you explain these symptoms. And he goes, the first thing we need to do is the next time you start to feel like what you've described to me, you need to take your blood glucose. So he gave me this. He gave me a glucometer. And you just uh, poke your finger, right? Poke your finger, put it on the strip, and it tells you your sugar level. So, But he goes, you know, they only give you 10 strips, and they're super expensive. So just do it whenever, whenever you feel like you're falling off the side of the earth. And I said to him, I go, well, when I take care of myself, I don't feel it. I don't have, I mean, if I am conscientious and I eat appropriately during the day. Well, then eat appropriately. Exactly. I might never even open the box. No, you're gonna you're gonna have to. Do they give that to you or do you have to pay for it? He gave it to me because uh, they had they had a bunch of them. Oh, okay. So he just gave it. It's free, which is ridiculous. A doctor 
and I, I got a medical device, and it didn't cost me $8,000. So now I wait. Um, so if you start passing out, you're going to start poking your finger? Right. Of course, I'll be all confused then, so I'll, I'll <laughs> jab, jab my nose or something. Won't, it doesn't stop bleeding. So hmm. uh, that's the start of trying to get to the bottom of it. Now, if it, if it indicates a, a weird number then it requires more uh, tests. Um, I think they call it like a, a fasting glucose test or something like that. Pregnant women have to drink this concoction when they're pregnant mm-hmm. to determine if they're diabetic or not during the pregnancy. My mom was. She had to use one of those. This crazy, thick, sugary <laughs> liquid, and then take your blood like every eight minutes or something like that. See how your body responds to it. So we'll see. In the meantime... You know, I've, I I just feel terrible that I'm this heavy. I've never been this heavy. In fact, hell, after I got fired, I was really stressed, obviously, and I got down to like 148 because I wasn't eating at all. Oh, wow. I mean, that's little. That is. That's like, you know. So yeah, that's almost a 30-pound swing. Yep. <laughs> that's not good. No, no. So... I don't know. It seems to be stabilizing a little bit. Didn't help last night that despite this information, I, of course, cracked open another box of golden grams and feasted like a king. You got to move to Raisin Bran. Love that, too. Yeah, but at least that's yeah, healthy I, for you. Yeah, I eat like five bowls, though. I can't. It's like it's portion control. I can't. <laughs> Think how regular you'll be with Raisin yeah, Bran. It's true. Um, so there. You, did you see the story about... Princess Leia, Carrie Fisher. Okay. Um, is this surprising to anybody? There, There is a part of it that is surprising. but, um, And I, I guess I'm surprised by why she did this. Um, because here's the thing. Carrie Fisher, who, of course, played Princess Leia. And for, for the longest time, there was always... Boy, were they, were they a couple in real life? Now... Carrie Fisher was 19 when they were making the film in 1976. Ford was 33. Um, she has a new book out called The Princess Diarist, where she admits that she, in fact, had a three-month affair with Harrison Ford during the making of Star Wars. Is that surprising? What's Probably what not. The thing that's surprising to me is her coming out with it now because of... Well, there's a lot of things going on. I'm I'm sure that unless she's dead, Harrison's Harrison Ford's wife at the time is probably right now going, "What? Uh, huh? That little rascal." Um in the book it says it all started with a night of drinking. Harrison drove her home and they ended up in bed. She was 19, he was 33. He I was know. he was married at the time to the first of his three wives, Mary Marquardt. They had two kids. Fisher says, quote, it was so intense. It was Han and Leia during the week and Carrie and Harrison during the weekend. I was so inexperienced, but I trusted some. I trusted something about him. He was kind. Yeah, I'm sure his wife at the time was, would. If she didn't know right now, and then suddenly it's, um, it, it, she, she learns about it. That's got to feel bad. If you didn't have any idea. Maybe she knew. Maybe, maybe not. I guess. I mean, what I, I guess what I'm getting at is I'm surprised at the reckless nature of this revelation, for her to just drop it like that. Not to mention the fact that Ford's been married for some time to Callista Flockhart, who may be sitting around going, "You did? Wow. Uh, okay. 
Um, you know, at one time during his relationship right now, I wonder if the conversation ever came about. And um, I just assumed they were doing that anyway. You, what's that? I assumed they were going to pound town. Well, right. But, I mean, what if he had said to Callista Flockhart, I never did anything. I've never cheated on a woman. I've never done that. That's ridiculous. And now... It's Harrison Ford. She comes out, and then he's got to answer to Callista Flockhart with, well, yeah, I... I did do that. It, it'd be, it's the rare maneuver of of uh, of guy who's in trouble for cheating, and he's married to the woman who he has not cheated on ever, perhaps, more than likely. Perhaps. <laughs> so it's just weird. That was the only thing I was surprised at, that she would just throw it out there like that. Apparently Han, or Han, apparently uh, Harrison Ford said it was okay. Well, that is what there. I got. I had heard that she sent him a note saying, by the way, this is going to be in the book. Unless, yeah. unless it's Ford who had a heads up about the book from Fisher and received a draft, didn't respond to people's requests for a comment. It seems like he he was okay with it. It's not like he threw a fit about it, right? Doesn't say. All it says is he was given a heads up. And that's received kind, a draft. How about that? You got some light reading. That's kind of like, uh, you know, if you're working, um, you know, if, if you're, if, if Jack and Ed's walking around here, and says, hey, heads up. <laughs> You're, heads up. Uh, the boss is about to fire you. Um, I mean, there's really nothing that's going to change. It's kind of like just you better be aware because it's <laughs> head on a swivel. You're about to get it. So that's what heads up means. Hey, look alive. Incoming. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it was 40 years ago. I think everyone... Well, I, it's Carrie you're Fisher. Right. You're probably right, but I don't think the weren't they two bo- like really good looking people filming? Yeah, you know who I feel bad for? Mark Hamill. He didn't get anything. He was the odd man out. He was the third wheel. I don't know, man. Uh, what's the guy who played R two D two? What's his name? Kenny Powers or something? <laughs> Kenny something? Kenny Baker? Kenny Baker? Kenny Powers? <laughs> Maybe. You saying uh, Kenny pa- Kenny Baker and uh, Mark Hamill? You never know. You never know. Like, how awkward would it be? Like they're they're like touching each other under the table during the read. Mark's like, "Man, she's my sister." <laughs> um, wow. and it's not like uh, Han Solo's going to make an appearance again, so it's not going to be weird. Did I give? Come on, everyone who wants to see that movie has seen that movie. They they might never have to see each other again. This is a flashback, maybe. Spoiler alert. Um, that Rogue One comes out in December, I think. Isn't it? Yes. I'm looking forward to that. Meh. I know you're... It's not like... It's not trilogy canon. You know what I like a lot about the Star Wars films? It's going to sound really nerd. Soundtrack. The music. Yeah. The music that goes with it. Dun, 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 dun. That's really good. <laughs> it really took me back. What's the guy's name who wrote the the song? John Williams. That's right. Yeah, he's awesome. I'm surprised he's still alive. Um, Hopefully he stays alive for the next two. 84. Ugh. There was uh, <clears throat> an incident in Allegan County. Bad crash on the road in Allegan County. It caused the semi to lose its payload. Um, we'll talk about that in a second. And uh, military families. This is something BBL is doing with their sister station, Nash FM. We'll talk about that in just a bit. And if anybody asks you... Who you listen to, please tell them the Eric Zane Show on 107.3 WBBL. That's it. My free view of the lost Zane recordings. Full show. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Thank you. Bye-bye.